Merhaba from Keswick Village. This is the Warshack Turkey update from the 8th of June 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. President Erdogan faced backlash for his speech targeting Gazid demonstrators on Wednesday, the 1st of June, which marked the 9th anniversary of the protests. In 2013, Erdogan claimed that some protesters drank alcohol inside a mosque that they broke into during the protests. The muezzin of the mosque denied Erdogan's claims, saying, quote, I'm a man of God. I can't lie. They didn't drink any alcohol in the mosque, end of quote. However, the president has insisted that he had footage that proved otherwise. Nine years ago, he said he'll publish the video, quote unquote, next Friday. Well, 500 Fridays have passed since then, and people are still waiting on him to prove his accusation. In last week's speech, Erdogan brought up this claim once again and said, quote, Those terrorists and thugs defiled the inside of a mosque with beer bottles. They are rotten. They are sluts. End quote. Following Erdogan's words, many people called on the radio and television Supreme Council, Rutuk, the council that monitors broadcasts in the country, to fine Erdogan for insulting millions of citizens on live TV. Many politicians also filed criminal complaints against the president for, quote, insulting citizens and inciting hostilities and hatred. Speaking of Rutuk, the council fined four channels for airing Kamal Kluchkadoro's video. In the footage, the head of the main opposition Republican People's Party, or CHP, said that if President Erdogan lost the 2023 elections, he would escape to the United States. A member of Rutuk said that finding channels for sharing information is, quote, a coup against freedom of speech, the right to receive information, and democracy, end of quote. Moving on, on Thursday the 2nd, President Erdogan appointed Ukin Gurlik as Deputy Justice Minister. Before being appointed, Gurlik was a chief judge of the Istanbul 14th Heavy Penal Court and oversaw many high-profile political cases against opposition politicians, activists, and journalists. He had jailed Selha Huftan Demirtash, the co-chair of the People's Democratic Party, for spreading terrorist propaganda and sentenced Joan Confantijolo, the head of a CHP's Istanbul branch, to over nine years in prison for her social media posts. Many people believe that these rulings were politically motivated. Gurlik also put Anis Berberolo, one of the CHP's members of parliament, on trial for sharing photos on social media that seemed to show the Turkish Secret Service delivering weapons to Syrian rebels. He lifted Berberolo's political immunity and stripped him of his position from the parliament so that he could be tried. The Constitutional Court ruled that this was a violation of Berberolo's rights and ordered legal proceedings against him to stop. However, Gulik defied the Constitutional Court's ruling and continued the proceedings anyway. Berberolo filed a complaint against Gulik for defying the Constitution's decision, but the Council of Judges and Prosecutors didn't open an investigation against Gulik. Instead, they promoted him to a first-class judge following the trial. Many people think that President Erdogan is awarding Gurik for bending the Constitution to fit his agenda. On another note, in December 2021, the Turkish government requested other countries and international organizations to change the country's internationally recognized name from Turkey to the Turkish equivalent Turk-EA. On Friday the 3rd, the United Nations updated Turkey's nameplate to Turk-EA at the UN headquarters. This is the first time an international body recognized a new name. The country decided to change its name in order to get rid of the association with the Thanksgiving bird in America. 
Now on to some news on immigration. President Erdogan announced that Turkey will grant immigrant statuses to a thousand Makishan Turk families residing in former Soviet Union territories. He added that the Ministry of Public Works will prioritize the immigrant applications of those living in war-torn Ukraine. Makishan Turks are ethnic Turks from the Makishan region of Georgia. During World War II, Joseph Stalin forcefully deported the Makishan Turks from their homeland and resettled them in different regions in the Soviet Union. Moving on. The Trumhuyet newspaper reported that the police detained a foreigner in the Marathi district of Tekirda on suspicion of being an irregular immigrant. The police investigation later revealed that the man in custody was Joshua Torziant, an English citizen who went missing from Brighton, UK, in 2020. The police haven't announced how or why he came to Turkey, but a local media outlet from Brighton. The police haven't announced why or how he came to Turkey, but a local media outlet from Brighton said that Joshua was wanted by police for failing to comply with his post-sentence supervision in the United Kingdom. He was sentenced to six months in prison for carrying a knife in public. Speaking of irregular immigrants, amid the rising anti-refugee sentiment in the country, the Turkish Police Force and Ministry of Interior Migration Management Department increased patrols to catch irregular immigrants all over the country. Last week, the police caught over 6,000 irregular immigrants in Istanbul and transferred them to other branches of migration management for deportation. Moreover, mobile Coast Guard radars spotted a group of irregular immigrants in inflatable boats off the coast of Kushadasi, district of Aydin. Coast Guard teams detained 75 immigrants, squeezed into two boats, and transferred them to migration management. Similarly, the Coast Guard detained over 80 irregular immigrants off the coast of Izmir and Bordon this week. The guards reported that Greek authorities pushed back the immigrants who were trying to cross the border from Turkey to Greece. Moving on to some news on the economy. On Friday deferred, the Turkish Statistical Institute, best known as TÜİK, announced that in May, the annual inflation rate reached 74%, with a monthly rate of around 3%. This is the highest rate of inflation the country has faced since 1998. However, many people and independent statisticians question the accuracy of TÜİK's rate as the cost of transportation and food nearly doubled in the last year and rent prices almost tripled in most districts. Many accused Tuik of holding back the real numbers to protect the government's interest. On that note, Mufasa Teke, the head of Tuik's inflation unit that oversees the Consumer Price Index, quit his job a few days before the announcement of the annual inflation rate. Teke is the second senior official to quit TUIC in the past month. Jambosh, who is the head of the Price Statistics Department at the TUIC, also quit his job a few weeks ago. Many people believe that they quit because their consciousness didn't allow them to be part of the government's scheme to mislead the public by announcing lower inflation rates. Throughout all of this, the Turkish lira continues to lose value. On Wednesday the 8th, the exchange rate dropped to 17 liras per dollar. Just a year ago, the lira traded 8 to the dollar. The lira has been steadily losing value since last year, following President Erdogan's scheme to cut interest rates to fight rising inflation rates. Experts warned Erdogan that his economic model could easily backfire and depreciate the Turkish lira, causing inflation rates to soar. However, Erdogan said that he was an economist and knew what he was doing. Unsurprisingly, the Turkish lira reached a record low in December 2021, with an exchange rate of 18 liras per dollar. 
Erdogan has been cutting the interest rates ever since. Many people thought that Erdogan had realized his economic model was a failure and stopped pursuing it. However, on Monday the 6th, he promised he'll cut interest rates once again, which further depreciates the lira against the dollar. The lira has been stable until the president's comments. Many said that Erdogan was too proud to admit that his model was unsuccessful and that he refused to change the model to avoid backlash. Now here's an update on highway rules. The Ministry of Interior Affairs announced that on July 1st, there will be a new maximum speed limit. They've raised the speed limit in the Northern Marmara Highway from 120 kilometers per hour to 140. The ministry also increased the maximum speed limit on the European and Anatolian highways from 120 kilometers to 130. That's it for this week. Thank you for joining us. Do you need something to get off your chest? Do you need to tell someone what you've been going through? Well, we are not that person, but you can give us some feedback. You can try at the same time. Really don't mind. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at turkey at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at rorschachturkey. Hoşçakalın!